0: Last night, and uh, joining us right now, I know both Crespin and Simone, to break down these recruits. I'll never sit here and pretend I uh, I know all about recruiting, so we bring on the guys that do. He's covered the Devils for decades now. Joining us, Hode Rubino from devilsdigest.com. Hode, Sean, and, and Jordan, what's going on, my friend?
1: No, not, not not much, not much. I knew that buying a drinks in El Paso earlier in the week. Uh, <laughs> it off, uh,
0: pretty soon, so. Yeah, it's been a nice it's been a nice short week. Uh, <laughs> got some huge news last night out of the Under Armour All American game. You got Elijah Badger and Daniel. And Gata, Can you tell us a little bit about these players and what it means for this program?
1: Sure, absolutely. I mean uh, first of all, just right off the bat those are uh, two of uh, four top 25 California prospects that are members of the 2020 class and if all goes well, there'll be a fifth member being added uh, tomorrow uh, as he makes the announcement in the Army All-American game. But uh, obviously uh, when you talk about fertile recruiting rounds uh, across our country, uh, California definitely ranks uh, right, right up there with the likes of Texas and Florida, for example. So to get such high-caliber athletes just right off the bat is is definitely something really important. I also think that the fact that ASU wants to recruit the state of California really really well does not only mean Southern California, but also Northern California. Those two guys that committed yesterday, and I should say committed publicly, because kids already signed back in December, both of those guys are four stars. There's another four-star from Northern California, Omar Norman Lott, a defensive lineman. So it's good to see that Arizona State is able to recruit the state of California from north to south really well. Specifically about those players, uh, Elijah Badger is a, a very uh, physical uh, wide receiver. When, when I talk to his high school coach, he just talks about a player that really doesn't lose uh, too many battles. He's physical on the line of scrimmage he has to fight off a defensive back he's physical uh, when, when when he uh, go, goes up and gets the ball and runs after the catch so definitely adding a physicality element to the wide receiver group that I think right now is somewhat lacking when you talk about uh, uh Dan, Daniel Nada uh he's uh really classified as an all-purpose back just because he does a great job in the open field uh definitely a running back he would feel very comfortable uh flexing out and have, having him having him run uh, run routes when you look at his uh a highlight tape—you just see speed, speed, and more speed. So, with already one run, running back that publicly committed uh, earlier in the year in DeMonte training from Ohio, you really have that thunder and lightning, if you will, combination in 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 in, in, in the ASU backfield. And I think more importantly, you're not going to have to have one running back that's really going to have to carry 95% of, uh, of of the rush attempts like you know Benjamin uh, did in, in the last couple of years. So. I really like uh, those two uh, p- public commitments that were made for Arizona State. And really to make it on such a grand stage, such a uh, Under Armour All-American game, great publicity for the program right now.
0: Hode, you said uh, if all goes well, there would be a fifth coming up this week as well. Uh, who, who might the fifth be? What what are you hearing about what could be on the horizon?
1: Well, I did uh, forecast uh, LaVon L V Bunkley Shelton from Gardena Serra High School in Southern California. Uh, to be uh, during the Arizona State uh, 2020 class. I will know tomorrow at the U.S. Army All-American game. A wide receiver that I think can fit that slot wide receiver vacancy that is now created with Kyle Williams exhausting his eligibility. So if he were to join the ranks of the Sun Devils, I think that's another important part for for this wide receiver group. I should also say that the fact that Jaden Daniels had such an outstanding freshman year has really opened the eyes uh, to all, all these players that, that have, have been committing uh, lately or, or might commit even tomorrow because, after all, uh, when, when you're thinking about playing right away, and Arizona State definitely offers that opportunity, especially running back and wide receiver, you also want to make sure that you're playing right away, but you also have a very capable signal caller that's going to help you succeed. And Jaden Daniels, with the unbelievable true freshman campaign that he has, Definitely uh, has been just as good as a recruiter as a coaching staff uh, themselves in Tempe.
0: Hode Rubino, Devil Di- Devils Digest, excuse me, helping us digest the recent recruiting <laughs> news out of Arizona State. You like that one, Hode? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> s- s- when when Herm was hired and brought in Antonio Pierce, so much was talked about uh, about dominating the recruiting in California, in the Los Angeles yeah. area, in Southern California. Is is this something that has now come to fruition?
1: No, I, I, absolutely, because uh, when when you get gets uh, the uh, like I said, um, five the, tomorrow should be five of the top top twenty five California prospects and, and uh, in that state, then absolutely that really just speaks for itself. And, and Arizona State has done really really well in in the, in the Southern California, but like I said, even more importantly, also Northern California, which I feel sometimes is a forgotten uh, recruiting territory, if, if you will. And for Jamar Kane, Arizona State's defensive line coach, who's from the Sacramento area, to do as well as he did uh, in, in that region is, is something also you, you should note. But absolutely, Antonio Pierce uh, is uh, somebody that's uh, definitely not going to have any doors slammed in his face or anything like that. Uh, high school coaches over there know him from, uh, from his uh, coaching days at Long Beach Poly, one of the powerhouses. In, in in southern California, so his network of of knowing coaches, knowing players, more importantly, even knowing their parents is is really really vast. I mean, Merlin Robinson, for example, uh, the linebacker for Arizona State, uh, his uh, his mother uh, attended the same high school of Antonio Pierce back in the day. So Antonio Pierce is somebody that just uh, knows everybody and anybody in in the Southern California region, but Arizona State is really taking that a step further. With the hirings of Derek Hagan and Francis Gill, uh, both of them uh, should have definitely a great footprint in, in Southern California, and really the latest hire to the staff, I should say, the last piece of the puzzle, defensive back uh, coach uh, Chris, Chris Hawkins, who came who came from USC. Again, just another um, really important uh, piece for for the recruiting uh, abilities of Arizona State in, in that region. So absolutely. I think the Sun Devils have Southern California blanketed in recruiting like like no program in the Pac-12, let alone across, them, across the nation. We're already seeing a lot of dividends, where the other coaches I just mentioned really weren't doing that much of the footwork. But now for the 21 class and beyond, Antonio Pierce, Chris Hawkins, Trenton Gill, uh, Derek Hagan, you have a lot of recruiting firepower, so to speak, in Southern California. And I think the results are definitely going to follow sooner rather than later.
0: They have absolutely taken the right steps to get more recruits. As you talked about, opening doors being the most important part. Because anytime somebody can sit down with Herm Edwards, I truly believe that they will be sold on the university. They started the day yesterday at 40th in the country in recruiting class. Ended up being in the top 25. What goes into that? What do uh, what do these? I know that's got to be some computer out there that takes the rankings. Into, yeah, into the rankings. If they get that recruit tomorrow to sign, what do you think that they'll be at, and how does that how does that all work?
1: Well, uh, it, it basically just uh, goes uh, with uh, the, the number the number of uh, recruits that actually sign, and um, you know Arizona State right now does have two recruits that have not signed yet, and in, uh, in, 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 in Kyle Morgan and Will Will Schaefer. So uh, if those uh, folks uh, would sign uh, later on down the road, then I think yes, it definitely would be a, a, a top twenty five class. Uh, even with the commitment that I'm expecting tomorrow, uh, I think it just might be teetering just on uh, on, on the cusp of, of a top 25 class because, after all, uh, it, definitely has be, yeah, it definitely has to factor in what the programs around them uh, in the rankings are going to do between now and February or even later on in the spring because those recruiting rankings really get updated um, all the time, not only on December signing day and on, and on, and on the February signing day, but just think, think about it this way. Um, Arizona State, again, if all, everything falls into place, they will have nine four-star high school recruits. That is definitely an all-time record, definitely uh, definitely uncharted territory. And if you add the two offensive linemen transfers that I expect them to get, I mean, one really is just a formality. I mean, he already signed up the, the paperwork and uh, and will be announced probably sometime if not in January, in, in February. But if they get the two offensive linemen that I think they're going to get, then that number. Who is I that? Hoad. Yeah, because that?
0: that was my that was my next question there. Who is there, Hode. Gotta, the offensive line? What do you got, man? Come on.
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, he's uh, a former uh, Texas uh, Texas A and M uh, left tackle. You know, his name is Kellen uh,
0: Yeah, Jordan was talking and, about uh, him earlier.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, there's another guy that I'm going to have to keep on the on the on the, 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 the down low <laughs> right now. But let's say uh, you know once once his name comes to light, I think it's going to be Stanford a grad uh, transfer. I grab cancer. Absolutely. Yes. Because I really with the real, real defensive line. And I know you guys, you come, know, on, come on, man. <laughs> I, I know, I know you guys watch the games. just like I do every week. And um, I don't think it would be too harsh to say that Arizona State succeeded despite its struggles on, on the offensive line. And it definitely uh, does not want to have a situation where they're going to be uh, painfully young, if you will, yeah. at a very important position. So, they uh, with these uh, two offensive uh, line transfers they do come to fruition again. Like one of them is pretty much a formality at this point. Yeah. I think you really can shore up the left line of that uh, the left side. I'm sorry, that, that offensive line quite well. But my point being is that if those two guys came on board, then technically your number of four star recruits in this class jumps from nine to eleven.
0: Ooh. Again, th- th- this uh,
1: th- th- this might be something uh, that Alabama does, uh, you know, every, every year. Well, Iowa State does every year, but. MP, again, real, real quickly,
0: water. Hode, what what do you think that would jump them to in the country? Uh,
1: well, well
0: what, what happens
1: is actually that uh, grad transfers uh, are not, uh, not considered uh, uh, to be part of their recording costs because they committed back in the day to Texas A&M, for example. So you really don't, you know, you, okay. you, you can't double dip like uh, George Costanza and Seinfeld. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hode, you're the best, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks so
1: for having me, guys. Thanks. You, you know, got it.